Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Tori Dealing With, where each episode is short, sweet, and the perfect thing to enjoy in the morning, just like your coffee. If you know me, then you know Jordan Wisely. For the last seven years of my life, Jordan and I's story has been intertwined publicly in many different capacities. From friends to fiancés to exes, we've seen it all. Thankfully, Jordan and I are in a great spot, and we use this episode to shine light on what it takes for us to maintain a friendship, even after a tragic breakup. In this episode, we talk about disarming our egos, supporting one another from afar, and why Jordan is posting himself in a race car lately. Enjoy. I have somebody that I obviously know very well. We've had our own ups and downs as individuals and as a couple, and now we are in the best place ever, and I'm so thankful to be on a podcast with the most incredible challenge challenger ever to exist, three-time champion, I mean, the one and only Jordan Wisely. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, dummy. <laughs> no, it's so good. You know, like, I'm, I'm so thankful that I could even, even knowing that we're at a place where I can just reach out and text you like, hey, will you come on the podcast and we can mm-hmm. have a, a conversation that's going to be, you know, beautiful and uplifting. And you're like, yeah, fucking of course. Like, that is just, yeah. it feels so good so thank you for coming on really well you know one i'm i'm super happy to you know to talk to you and and you know i am super happy that we're in such a good place as well and then you know i think it's not lost on us how much of our relationship has been shared by the public and by the fans you know and i think um they they need to see that like good things come from bad things yeah you know and the bad not that we were bad but it was just you know it 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 sucks when you're heartbroken it sucks when you hurt but yeah and everyone goes through it but it doesn't have Mm. to be all bad because that so we gotta show them from this place that you're at now so much has changed since we last have seen each other and since ride or dies what are you up to why are you posting yourself in a race car so much what's going on over there (laughs) (laughs) um you know you know me i like a lot of things and when i when i find new things that i that i like or find ways into those worlds i dive in you know and i Mm -hmm. think it's a blessing and a curse Sometimes it's what makes me so good at things. And sometimes it's really annoying because you're like, Jordan, stop telling me about your new bicycle. I don't care. (laughs) So, or stop telling me about your car. I don't care. It ran out of gas three times. Hold on. (laughs) But can we talk about that one moment when your car, literally, you spent $6,500? Oh, when I got it? Yeah, I when, when I got it off the trailer, I get this thing off the trailer and I'm so excited and we get in the car and we take off and we go up on Mulholland Drive and I'm like, dude, this is sick. I'm in a 68. I'm fucking doing it. We live in LA and then we're coming down the hill and do 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 do. What did you do? What were you saying in your head the whole time? I I'm was just posting down the hill like. Butthole clenched. You know, like Jordan and I are about to die right now on Mulholland Drive because the car that he just spent $65,000 on, like, ran out of gas. And we didn't know that the gas... But we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, The gas gauge gauge gauge. was off. It said we had a quarter of a tank. And I was like, huh, it says we have gas, so I hope this thing's not broken. Well, the gas gauge must be right. So we thought it was everything else. Tori has this 
a ridiculous fear that the wheels of a car can just pop off while you're driving. That's true. That's true. And that you'll that. just like go skirting. So as soon as we ran out of gas, she was like, oh my God, are the wheels going to pop off? I was like, no. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. No. So yeah. yeah, so I have her over there freaking out in the passenger seat. Uh, I'm like, oh my God, I just spent $50,000 on a fucking lemon. And not, yeah. uh, it was just a well, gas gauge. Well, look, it worked out. Like now you're doing what you love. You're working with Hyundai, right? And you're Yeah. Honda. So, yeah, Hyundai. Hyundai okay, like Hyundai. Sunday. About a year ago, I I signed a, a ambassador deal with with Hyundai, and in that time, they figured out that I can race cars pretty quick, and now I'm going to turn into a race car driver for Hyundai. So that's kind of been the new thing. <laughs> This is like so you. I remember when Ford vs. Ferrari came out and like there was not one movie you wanted to see more than that. The passion you had watching that was like when people watched the Olympics. Like rooting for the I know. It was insane. Even though I knew what happened, I was still like edge of my seat. I'm so happy for you um, that Thank you're doing you, so well. And I'm happy that we can be at a place where we can be rooting for each other. So I really do want to get into this episode on about how we have become friends after the breakup. I know yeah. so many people have reached out to me and like have been curious about how that's possible. So... I'm curious from your side, what do you think it takes to be friends with your ex? This is this is a big one, because I was thinking about this last night. You know, I was like, why? Because what, what I want to say to people about being friends with your, your ex is, listen, you obviously liked something about this person in the beginning for you to eventually love them. And then it went wrong. You didn't see eye to eye on something, and then that, that turned into something worse, and now you're not together. But... Does that mean you now hate that person? No, there still has to be more good qualities in there than bad, right? That made you like them. But then I was like, you know what? There are some crazy circumstances when you get into some toxic stuff. So I'd say the first thing is, and I think that we did this well. We had some, we had some screaming matches, right? We had some fights. Yeah, yeah. But we never let it get to a place that we couldn't return from. Yeah. Right. It was always, it, you know, yelling and not that yelling is, is a great spot. But so number one is you, you have got to be okay with one or the other of you saying, I'm leaving right now. I'm, yeah. I need to go cool down. We are not, we're not solving anything because eventually you stop arguing about the thing that you're arguing about and you're just going back and forth. And when you get to those times, you have got to be okay with not finishing this conversation right now. Yeah, right, 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 So right. I thought that we did that really well throughout all of our years, right? Which, now, which kind of transpired <laughs> into our breakup, right? Like think yeah. about how much space we took apart after everything. And obviously, like I think it happened on different terms, right? You, you were very aware of how much space we needed. And for me, I was not. And it like felt like it felt like abandonment in a way. And so mm -hmm. now obviously looking back at it and seeing how that time was so important for both of us and seeing where we both are today, it's just, it's exactly what you're saying. It's being able to come back after that explosion. Right. It's just so unfortunate when things get to a place where like you can't return, you know? Like, right. Yeah. And you know, I, we don't have to get into those, but you, we, we know what those, those are, you know, and like yeah, we just exactly. didn't, we never got to that like name calling kind of stuff or like to me, it was, you know, we, we fought about the thing. And then when we stopped, yeah. when, when it, when it, when it got not about the thing, we, mm -hmm. one of us would be like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, so I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going away. So yeah, I think exactly. that's huge. Don't let yourselves get to a point to where you hate each other. 
Exactly. Yeah. I've never hated you. No, for sure not. No, could literally could never. Yeah. And from that from that place of us separating and then like obviously I know my journey so well because it's mine. And then there's a disconnection from me and you because we weren't speaking during that time. What did it look like on your side? What did that healing process look like? Um, I'm gonna tell you the beginning was very, very, very difficult. Very Mm -hmm. difficult because I didn't hate you, but I was so mad. And not just at you or or like just your actions, but at the entire situation. I was mad that I'm sad. I'm mad that we were so good and now we're not. I'm mad that other people had an opinion on it. I was mad about all yeah. that stuff, right? But you need to take that time to be mad. And here's something that, that people do. We watch our friends do this all the time. We've done it, it, it you know, in our lives. What I wanted, what I selfishly wanted was to just at, at a certain point, right? You're, you're mad in the beginning. And then when you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm not so mad anymore, but I miss her or I miss him mm-hmm. or I miss them. You can't cave on that too, because you have to realize just like you, you've, you've realized yeah. in that time alone is we, we are not working because we aren't working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's right. like you can you can try and change somebody all you want, but you got to change yourself first. And yes. so we had to take that time to really look at ourselves. And I had to do that. And there's so many times where I wanted to call you and, mm-hmm. you know, just start talking as if nothing happened. And we can right. and, yeah. and I knew we could just move right past. And I knew we could. And yeah. we probably would have. And then we would have yeah. we would have gotten to that point again. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's so it's it's like very similar on my side when you talk about the intensity of how hard it was in the beginning and just what that that looks like but ultimately it really does bring you stronger and closer to yourself like I don't think I've met myself on such a deeper level I haven't been able to work through my toxic traits in this way because I had to learn those with you on somebody that I really really cared about that's when I was able to like really reflect I'm like oh my god like this poison inside my body is coming out so negatively onto somebody that I care about that it's now finally making me self-reflect and try to figure it out it's really crazy so I'm thankful for our our time apart in that way another thing that I think is really important and special about how you've handled it and I think I want to touch on this for the men out there because from a man's perspective and I'm not saying you have a big ego but like you know like <laughs> no go ahead go ahead you know what I mean like, come on who's have, gonna be your biggest fan if you're not <laughs> you don't have the smallest ego so like <laughs> So I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just curious, like from a man's perspective, how do you learn how to pull yourself out of your own ego and really start to accept your ex for whatever they're doing, like public hookups, which obviously I'm still sorry about. And, and like all of these things that you felt like were rubbed in your face. And these were things mm-hmm. that you've said to me. So like, how, how do you work through that? You know, it is exactly what you're saying. If you're reacting, if someone is reacting to that kind of stuff in a negative way, it's because their egos being hurt. Mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta like kill your ego really mm-hmm. like that was that was part of my uh journey and like and self-exploration and being away is of being away from you was that I needed to like be okay in the way that you do things mm-hmm. you know and yeah. the way that you spill everything and all this stuff mm-hmm. because it's like it doesn't matter it yeah. doesn't matter 
So what do you need to be right for? What do you need to tell her to carry her glass the the right way or, or do this <laughs> or don't don't walk on the couch when you're carrying like a plate of food and a coffee because you know you spill it. Like I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. You know this well, this couch like you know there's there's just ego stuff that uh that I had to get over. So I had to go through it. It was ego. And then you got to find security in yourself because that was something I'm, in my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, when public things happen, and this is what guys do, right? They're like, oh, well, you know what? Everyone's everyone's going to know or say something like, oh, yeah, what about old mm-hmm. old boy? And blah, blah, blah. And, and, and your girl, you got to be able to say, I don't give a fuck. Right. Right? Like, that, like, yeah. That, those are words. They're words. So yeah. you got to learn to get over that. And if it's hurting you, that means you're insecure about something. So that was, I had to learn that stuff. It was ego and insecurity. Yeah. And I think that, like, I also, in a way, had to learn that and sit with that too. It's been beautiful for both of us. Like, we've both had these moments publicly where we've connected with other people and we've both come back to each other. And, like, what I think is really beautiful about us is we look at each other and we're like, I can look at you and just want the best for you. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I've, I've gotten to that place with you. I've always been at that place with you, but we hadn't, like, salvaged our relationship enough to be able to express that to one another but like truly always want the best for you and i think that no matter what we see now going forward it's everything from now from here on out is going to come from that place if that's if that works for you if that's the best for you then then i'm going to be happy for you that's that's something that's always been crazy to me is like when when people have exes and they like wish upon their downfall yeah you know and i go i go okay wait, wait wait now okay now this is probably my ego right but I'd mm-hmm. say, I'm like, wait, I want, when people are like, hey, didn't you date that girl? And I go, yeah, I did. go, what is she doing now? Oh, she's the CEO of a company. Or is it, oh, yeah, like, no, she's not shit. It's like, oh, you date, you date lousy people. It's like, right. Or I date amazing people. Well, we just didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, a beautiful that's way to I flip want. it. Do you think that every, all exes can be friends? Like, or do you think that it depends on the people? It depends. It depends on people. No, no, all all exes, right? Because not everyone is at a place where they can do that. But I would say, if you're if you're on this journey of working on yourself, this would be one of those places that you can work on. Of like, because what what is that really? Being friends with your exes is looking at yourself, accepting things about someone else or yourself that you like or dislike. You're learning things that you are okay with you're learning your boundaries so it's all just it's showing you things so if you can see it for what it is then just say hey thanks for getting me to the person i am now but maybe that other person isn't there mm-hmm. right like i'm yeah. i'm very lucky that you are in this position with me because it could have been a very different way you and i have both been in those situations I cannot imagine going through the journey that we've been on with you not being you. I would not want to experience being with another person on that side. And I think that is like the important thing to think about when you even get into a relationship with somebody, not that you're preparing for the end, but also like, is this person a good enough person to the point where if you guys break up, you're not going to absolutely shit on each other after it's over. Yeah. Like art. And I think that like, you have to make sure you look for that when you're looking for a partner because like life can, life can change. This this toxic stuff's gotta go, you know. Love, yeah. You know, you know me. I'm a I'm a boomer when it comes to all this social media stuff, but I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like what it does to us because we stop talking to each other and we start valuing superficial things. When really the value is, does this person make me feel good? Mm-hmm. 
and the things that they do and the way they live their life, does that make me feel good? Does it put good things around me and does it put me in a good place? If the answer is yes, you keep that person around. If the answer is no, and you can't get rid of them like their family, well, then you're going to have to start working. They're going to have to start working on themselves, right? But if you can get rid of them or if you, you know, just bring light to somebody and, and if they are, can't get themselves to where you are, that's an indicator of you're just right. We, we hear this right person, wrong time. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes. And then we've heard right time, wrong person. You just got to you got to be in that. You got to be in that place. Being friends with your ex isn't for everyone. I know that. But because it's because you're not in the right place. Yeah, 100 percent. Wait, you think I'm not in the right place? Not you. No, it's like I understood you. <laughs> like you pointed at me, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I think back to like when we first met. I was 23 years old. I'm 30 now. I just want to put that out there. Yo. It's, we've known each other for seven years. Oh. And, and think about the arc of our relationship over those seven years. And obviously so thankful for where, for where we both are today and how we both have grown so much individually. And one thing I'd really like to just touch on with you is you've always had a little compassion in there somewhere. You just got to kind of So dig, much, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, I think it's really, really, really grown over the past couple of years. Like you, obviously you went to Ukraine and that is something that's always been within you because you love to, you do care. You care about people. You do go out there and you, you give your best to the world. And I'm curious, since our breakup, do you feel like you've grown more compassionate to yourself as much as you have with other people? Tori, this is probably the number one thing that you taught me to, to be to be easier on myself because I see how much grace you have for yourself, Thank right? You. And, and the people around you, you do, and like to a point where I'm like, you're like making excuses for people, and you know, I'm the harder <laughs> one. I'm just like, what you talking about? You know, no, Jackson needs to get his butt out there and play some baseball. But that's that's the number one thing that, that you taught me was to uh, – it, it's okay to, like, be uh, goofy or embarrassed or fail or, you know, whatever it is. And when you do it, just laugh it off. Yeah. Just laugh it off. Yeah. You know, so that's – yeah, you, you, you taught me that. And I, I see that. People bring that up too, you know, the, the world champs are, are Aaron right now. And, and there's a lot of people that came up to me because going into that house, people did, there's a lot of people who didn't know how ride or dies ended. So they didn't know if we were on good terms or not. And so everyone was right. like, the last thing we saw was Narice, you know? So, uh, but then we got there and they, they saw how we interacted and they were just like, wow, you know, like I can tell that you have been with Tori. You know, and I'm like, yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, just just you around the house is is very different. Um, And I see that in you. And I also heard from people who had played with both of us before and after each other um, that you were also tougher and stood your ground. That's a fact. And they said they go, I think that that is also from you. So I see us in each other. A hundred percent. And when you told me what you think I got, what you got for me, I a thousand percent got my ability to stick up for myself and, and really stand into myself. Like you have helped me stick up for myself way more than I have ever been able to do it because you are just 
Like you don't let anyone touch you. And in yeah. your in your mental space, when it comes to protecting yourself, you you have your own back all the way to the bottom. And even if you lose something, you walk out there like you want it. Like it's it's like something I've never seen before. So I definitely take that from you. And I just I love that we've been able to blend these beautiful parts of our personality. And even though we're not together anymore, have been able to still hold that within us. And mm-hmm. now we get to be a better version of ourselves in the world today. So it's just been such an incredible journey. And I'm I'm so thankful that we get to talk about it now and that yeah it's just been so beautiful like i'm really thankful for you i'm so thankful for you tor well thank you so much for coming on the show um you know i don't want to take up any more of your sweet precious time but where can we support you on social media where can we follow you what's going on uh i'm i'm just on instagram and you know what actually everyone go start following my youtube because i'm about to come out with a doc series and there you go. It, 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 it covers this whole racing thing. Um, we've had a lot of interest there and it's happening fast, but we're going to capture it. So go to the YouTube, just Jordan Wisely, Instagram, Jordan Wisely. I um, love it. Yeah. Having fun. You got to come All to, right. you got to come to some races. 100% Ricky Bobby. Boy. I know it. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> um, flying through the air. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, I'll plug everything in the show notes below. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. And I love you forever, man. Like I love you, like, honey. Thank you. Yeah, my heart's a little wonky, but. It's uh, cute. Yeah. No, thank you all for right. everything you taught me, Tor. You too. I love you, honey. I love you. Bye. Bye.